I saw a mate who was like, um, he, I was like, oh, who are you seeing then later? This is when I first got there. Mm. And he was like, same with a few hours. He was like, but mate, I'm really excited to see LTJ Bookham. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, oh, mate, it's just like classic D&B. He was like, I cannot wait. And I think there were so many people there who just, even though this is beyond our radar, they were just like going in. They loved it. So it was just right, the type of energy I haven't seen in a long time. Hello? Yeah, yeah, it is. Hi, Alex, how are you? During the recording for this episode, I received a call from a prospective employer. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Here I was asked if I'm interested in classical music. No, but so it's not one of like my main musical interests. However, I've been to the proms like quite a lot. I've already been to two this year and I went to quite a few last year. So I went to one on, <coughs> sorry, on Thursday, which is like the summer of 66. Yeah, so that was like renditions of, sorry, I've got, I've got something in my throat. Yeah, yeah, and then I went to, um, it was a classical one last, uh, it was last week, it was the BBC um, Philharmonic Orchestra, sorry. <coughs> But yeah, so I've really enjoyed them this year and I'll be, I'll be going to a few more for sure. All right, so welcome back to Flix Radio. Uh, today, we're away that we've been, we've been away for... Uh, a good kind of 10 days to two weeks. So we're just gonna have a little bit of a catch up, see how I've all been. We'll be checking in on Carlos's unemployment diaries. We've got, it turns out, a new addition to the unemployment diaries uh, and Lewis's trip to the races, which is what the punters really wanna hear about. <laughs> but getting things kicked off, <laughs> getting things kicked off. Carlos, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm very good. Just been on holiday to the south of France. <laughs> it's like the, like the average unemployed man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, went down to Nice. So yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Good banter. Good banter. <laughs> no, but yeah, been on holiday. Um, something must have been in the air from Joe's. <laughs> I'm still getting over that nice banter. So good, isn't it? Yeah. Nah. How many times you said that? No, it's because before I kept saying to people that they were like, where are you going? I would say nice. And yeah. then they'd be like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so predictable. So, you know, right, I'd flip the script. Yeah. And that shout, flip the script. Give mm. a massive uh, hit out to someone that said that. Uh, Finn Walker, you're the main one. You you you're thought you were a genius with that. But <laughs> I know you're a genius, but it wasn't that good, man. Carlos is on the, the last word. Yeah. Exactly. But um, yeah, something must have been in the air after the Glastonbury episode because I've been to two day Fezzies since we last week. Where have you been? Uh, went Lovebox, got a free ticket. Oh, shit. Yeah, you did. Um, and then. How was it? Yeah, it was good. We can get onto it, but uh, it, weren't, it weren't that great. No, we're onto it. We're onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're onto, we're onto, it, onto it. There's no rules in this game. Yeah. Right. Well, I saw Action Bronson and yeah. Children of Zeus. They were really good. But I got there at like 7.30 and a lot of people were leaving by that time. It's <laughs> not <laughs> oh. when you used to roll, roll through Arsenal for the last 20. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... But basically, the one thing that struck me about Lovebox is you mm. know how, like, Love Island, Instagram influencer culture, like Coachella... Yeah. Like, that whole thing is so dominant. Like, it's all about being, like, really sexy, wearing, like, fluorescent green yeah. or, like, see-through shit to festivals. Yeah. And, mm. like... Immacable. Immacable. 
I'm going to stick with oh, it anyway. Immaculately mackable. Yeah. Um, but, no. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so you see, you see, like, on Instagram, like, all these influencers at Coachella. Yeah. And they're, they're looking, like, 10 out of 10 at the top of their game. Mm. But then this was... Although, really little sub-point. Go on. Might not, might, this, I don't know what you're allowed to say anymore. But do you think that that looks actually good? Because when you see that these like really, really overly done up, like either like boys do it as well, like everything's got to be, as I'd say, immackable. <laughs> and like, the same with like girls that are like, like everything down to a T is like on the face of it looks perfect. But is that actually like, I wouldn't say like a good look though. Well, we can answer that, but it kind of leads on to what I was saying. All right, keep going anyway. I'll just pause that. Because. Get, get us below, below the line for your answers. Because what I was going to say was that at, when you see the stuff on like Coachella and stuff on Instagram, you ca- people tend to catch that one picture in the day where they're looking immaculate. Mm. But seeing it in real life at 7.30, maybe if you're like from LA, you do bare yoga, you like mm. got your vitamin game up, you look good. But like in Gunnersbury Park near Ealing at 7.30, some like bunch of six formers <laughs> wearing like fishnet tights with nothing underneath yeah. and like a see-through bra. And there was this one girl, I like, can't get the image out of my head. She's walking out of the festival with her two mates. They're yeah. all wearing that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's literally wearing shorts, but they're big fishnet shorts. So like, and nothing to the so, imagination. So yeah, basically not shorts. She's basically naked. Yeah. And she's wearing all this stuff and she's walking down the like path. This is, you, this is you walking in. As I'm walking in, she's projectile vomiting. I was like, how could you have the audacity to wear such an outfit and be just like, it's just not sexy in real yeah, life, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, 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 is what yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Fair enough, fair enough. But that, yeah, that was my review of Lovebots, I guess. What was this What was this second day, Fizzy, you went to? Well, Joe can come in on this one because we were there together. Yeah, we were there together last Saturday. Um, Did we you do went... that in the end? Two days ago. Like that. Yeah, two days ago. Uh, we went to... Um, what was it called? Oh my! Uh, Naked City. <laughs> Are you going Naked Maiden C- Voyage as well? I'm away. All right. Oh, I'm going to that. But yeah, Naked City um, on Saturday was pissing it down. I imagine. Yeah. So, what was it like? Check the, the forecast the on the Friday. Around. Check the forecast in the days leading up to it, and it was like it's going to be a fucking joke. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two dots of rain below the cloud <laughs> <laughs> all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 105%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woke up in the morning, looked out there. Yeah. And it was fucking bucketing. <laughs> it, this is at like eight. And it basically didn't slow up till about two. So, I mean, it was, it was like proper rainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah miserable absolutely miserable um imagine running a festival that happening yeah you must literally just want to put a bullet in yeah it. yeah i was saying like you'd be sat around you like similar to us in the studio like this mad creative location yeah it really is you'd be sitting there like picturing it all out like you put this out yeah. put that, and like everything's perfect you've got a heat wave <laughs> and then literally <laughs> on the friday before the heat wave turns into just like tsunamis yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you'd be so <laughs> devastated <laughs> and then um so we got to Pre's and it was like... Where did you go to Pre's in the end? D's. Oh, nice one. Me and yeah. James. Shout out to D, like nice. Pre's. Did you? In his house, yeah. Pine of, pine of draft. Played drafts and had Pre's. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds unreal. Went to D's um, and it was still pissing down with rain at this point. Uh, we decided we were going to walk it. Half an hour half an hour walk to the to the Fezzi, mm. um, which is like, which is perfect actually, walking to a Fezzi. A couple of roadies. A couple of roadies. Um, and on the way there... We got 
two minutes out of Dee's house and it started but like really bucketing yeah. down to the point that like you can't actually walk in it because it's so horrible. And we were about to get in an Uber and then it slowed up a little bit and we were like, all right, we're just we're just gonna walk and if it starts again, we'll get an get an Uber. Yeah. Didn't end up pissing it down. But I mean, it, it was like puddles on the side of the road, kind of like, kind of vibes. Got to the festival and by some miracle, it kind of like slowed up and. To be completely honest with you, I didn't really notice the rain when I was there. What time did you get there? Um, must have got there at like, I mean, it was about 5, 4.30 or 5. Yeah. yeah. I think you were there about 4.30, me and James got there like quarter past five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really good. Music was great. I mean, it would have been great to be there for a bit longer, but always happens with these day festivals. Like, unless you're like really organised, yeah, yeah. you don't end up actually feeling like you've been there for that long, to, yeah, like no. that long. And the drinks were fucking expensive as well. Like oh, we were, I was, we maybe. were, we were queuing, we were queuing for a, for a fair bit of it. And, um, give me a little snapshot of your booze on the day. Okay. So me, Gabby and Grace decided to all get some drinks and we decided to like double up or triple up, <laughs> uh, just because we didn't want to queue again. Yeah, yeah. So we all got a shot, a beer and a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> United. Guess how much each of us getting one of those drinks cost. What shot? So guess how I I I bought the round. Obviously, they they paid me back. What shot did you get? I guess how much money went off. What got taken off my card for those six drinks? Six of which. Six of which. Who buys girls a drink and then PayPal's a bit for the PayPal later. No, fair play to them. I literally like received both of their payments before I'd actually paid. Like literally, it was unreal. They they paid me there at the bar. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out Monzo as well. Fintech for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Barry. I'm gonna throw out a figure that each. I'm gonna say each individual round was fifteen quid. All right, so that brings your total to forty-five. I'm gonna go up to twenty-one. Twenty-one. That twenty-one, yeah. You're very close, Carlos. So the round came to 62 quid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a bit of an insight because I also bought a round. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, unprecedented yeah. for me. And it's mad because I don't even have a job. But I bought a round that was £45. So, well, like, yeah. Um, free zombies. They were selling zombies? Yeah, zombies. <laughs> that would have been dangerous. Free zombies. I, I've actually gassed it up there because a guy behind me who I was chatting to yeah. uh, gave me 20 quid to get his beers. But he got a few beers. Uh, oh, I see, I see, I see. See, that's the type of guy I am these days. But anyway. I brought it up to me in the pub on Saturday and he gave me like, he gave me a tenner for two pints in a spoons and he was getting like something something light. I ended up, I must have made, I made at least a pint's profit off it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the generosity of the North for you. Um, yeah, so how was it in the end then? What time did you have to shoot off? So it finished at 10.30. Yeah. Um, yeah, I <laughs> finished, finished in quite a funny fashion, actually, because, uh, it was LTJ Bookham, who's, who, who if, you, if you don't know, I, and I, I've seen his name or her name, I don't even know if it's he or she, thrown around a fair bit before. And I remember looking at the lineup and even on the Facebook page, some of the comments were like, oh, have you guys like seen what time LTJ Bookham's like, blah, blah, blah. Got there, like, it's this fucking shit D&B. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you no. liked it? I'm not having that. I would have no, loved it. Basically, throughout the day, I'd bumped into a few people as well who were a bit, like, just different. What kind, of, what kind of crowds were there? Put it this way. Was it, like, your, mon- your monster drinking ravers? So, the whole festival was, like, jazz, southeast London, quite cool, nice positivity, blah, 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 blah. Like, really nice festival. 
and then for this last set for an hour <laughs> at the top of a hill yeah. in this tiny little DJ booth that had been like done up for mm. the Fezzi. It was literally carnage. I felt like I was in like a late nineties forest rave, like in, <laughs> like in Carlisle. Or something. It really, it really did not go with the music or like, like the vibe of the, of the day. day whatsoever. But like people love it, and it just made me realize that. I mean, I was very much aware of this, but D and B like has the most like fucking. It's got like a cult following, like a yeah. like a maybe not. It's not even cult. It's just like a really dedicated following yeah, of yeah, people yeah. who would just like love to fucking like like skank. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I mean? a guy, um, How many gun fingers did you see? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, like, gun fingers are plenty. Yeah. Like LTJ was shouting out like, show me a bass face and all that. Oh. Yeah. But um, I saw a mate who was like, um, he, I was like, oh, who are you seeing then later? Just when I first got there. Mm. And he was like, same a few hours. He was like, but mate, I'm really excited to see LTJ book him. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, mate, it's just like classic D&B. He was like, I cannot wait. And I think there were so many people there who just, e- even though this is beyond our radar, they were just like going in. They loved it. So it was just right, the type alive. of energy I haven't seen in a long time. Hello? Yeah, yeah, it is. Hi, Alex, how are you? No, but so it's not one of like my main musical interests. However, I've been to the proms like quite a lot. I've already been to two this year and I went to quite a few last year. So I went to one on, <coughs> sorry, on Thursday, which is like the summer of 66. Yeah, so that was like renditions of, sorry. I've got, I've got something in my throat. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to, um, it was a classical one last, uh, it was last week, it was the BBC... Um, Philharmonic Orchestra. Sorry. <clears throat> but yeah, so I've really enjoyed them this year and I'll be, go- I'll be going to a few more for sure. <laughs> Alright, so first things first. <laughs> a little segment of that stays in. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's simply got to be <laughs> yeah. got to be the part where basically listeners, what you just missed is Joe just got a phone call about a prospective job. Oh. Uh, it seemed going pretty well. Um, and then the person asked him if he was like really into something. And obviously, when he's like on the classical phone, classical music. Yeah, if you're like on yeah. the phone to a prospective employer, then your let's just chat shit gene kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> basically, Joe, <laughs> Joe's Joe's body Joe's body like had, had an allergic reaction to him chatting shit. <laughs> So he's, he completely lost I, his voice. I, I, that was like genuine as well. That was like, I, I actually couldn't speak. And you know, that never happens to me. That never happens. Have, have you ever heard the uh, the phrase, if someone's like chatting shit to you, you say like, take the bass out of your voice? Yeah, yeah. His, he literally had the bass taken out yeah. of his voice. Oh my I'm not going to lie. I, don't, I, I can't recreate how funny that was. <laughs> if, if, I, if there was a camera in here, I, that's the hardest I've laughed all year. <laughs> Joe got a job whilst recording the podcast, told the guy he liked classical music and started whimpering. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just been kicked in the lungs. <laughs> um, right, that was beautiful. Uh, sorry, where were we? This Fezzi on Saturday. Um yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, back to the festival. I've got a funny story from the festival. Yeah, go on then. Me and Carlos were actually together for it. And there were a couple of mates who, mates of mates, and I saw them uh, relatively early on in the day in a crowd. And then later on, me and Carlos were like walking to the toilets or something. And there's a crowd of people 
around someone who's on the floor mm. and I'm like, it's getting dark. I haven't got my glasses on. Mm. So I go over and like, see, see like, just cause I'm no, like everyone's like a bit nosy. Go on, see who it is. Yeah. And it's one of our, um, it's one of my mate's mates and he's like on the floor and he's got gas and air. <laughs> he's on the, he's on gas and air and he's being put in a wheelchair. He's been carried into a wheelchair and, <laughs> and he looks foot, like, was it like going into a little plastic box. Yeah. Yeah. They're and putting it, his foot in a plastic box. And he looked like surprisingly fine, which means like the gas and air was like doing like a really good job. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, like that's Felix. That's Felix. Um, and so I go up and I get my phone out cause I want to take a picture like for yeah. my mate. I'd be like, yo. I swear that's your man. <laughs> Someone come collect their man. And uh, I get my phone out, take a picture, and then the paramedic walks up to me and he goes, mate, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm mean, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, like, I know him, I know him. And he's like, I don't care, mate. Like, put the fucking phone away. <laughs> it's fair enough. I like, did the right thing. Oh, um, Jesus. Do you know if he's all right in the end? Data protection and that. Yeah, GDPR. Um... I don't know actually. I called my mate yesterday, the mate who I actually know. Been like, yo, you might want to check up on your boy because <laughs> he uh, he's. I hope it's not that serious because yeah. he's like designing. He designs like some of the stages at Houghton. So like, I don't know. I guess Houghton's like quite a big Houghton festival. That is, it's quite a big like thing for him. So I hope yeah. he, he's like not actually like broken his ankle because a broken ankle would, like it's a no go for a festival. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So without yeah. him, Houghton could be off. Trust me, yeah, yeah. could be stageless. <laughs> could be stageless. Also, just a quick final one, but Joe, as he's just shown, was in quite like a naughty mood at the festival. Because oh, um, it not like basically <laughs> some guy, some absolute waste man, yeah. stitched me up. So I was queuing for the toilets, yeah. and this guy's behind me, and um, I'm waiting to go in, and I could, I was watching the situation. I knew there were no toilets free. Yeah, yeah. But there was one that had the green like unlock sign on the portal showing. Yeah. So, but I, I knew it wasn't free because I saw some. I thought I saw someone go in. Yeah. But anyway, like you know what I mean. So this guy taps me. He's like, "Oh mate, like that that one's free, you know." And I was like, "No, nah, I don't think it is." He's like, "No, nah, honestly, trust me, it's definitely free." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go in, open it, and there's this girl in there like doing whatever I like see it for the split and she like kind of like does a little scream and like shut the door it's yeah. an awkward moment so I'm going up to the guy like why have you set me up like that you snake and then and then I was just like shocked and then Joe comes out of nowhere and he just like goes up to Carlos like, like basically laid into him no, Carlos, <laughs> he just backed the beef did he, he went in he then used the opportunity oh, to, yeah. no no that it was worse no, than that it, it, it was worse he uh yeah used the opportunity of Carlos being in deep shock to go and like slip into a, a waterloo that had just become free. So then when he came out, yeah, Joe, over. Joe hit him up. Good I man. did. Yeah. I felt, I felt loved. Um, yeah, so much bad. for the Good Spirit Festivals. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So you really get that at Glass though. Um. All right. Really quickly then, how was your holiday in France? Um. Yeah, holiday in France was great. Yeah. Um really not much I can report I just sat on the beach nice and relaxing yeah I've got a story uh, a quick one just before the holiday mm. which could uh, replace my holiday which was just fine yeah really nice um, but basically there was a bit of a Larry David situation so Barry I'm, David Barry David yeah, yeah. the god um, so I'm on the tube and then this woman gets on with her little dog mm. and like I'm, I'm kind of partial to dogs I don't really mind dogs yeah so this dog, it's like quite a small one. He's like running up to me, like jumping all over my leg. Mm. And I was, for some reason, I just wasn't really in the mood to chat to him. 
Das. <laughs> so I just kind of made it quite clear that I wasn't really going to interact with her dog. Yeah. So I didn't say anything or do anything bad. I just kind of like turned my back to her and the dog. Yeah. Because I was standing up and Annie was sitting down. Yeah. So I like faced her and faced away from them. And then some like other guy starts playing with the dog, saying how cute it was, stuff like that. I was just ignoring it. And then the dog's like running up on my leg again. Yeah. And I just, again, just pretended it wasn't there. And then you could kind of see that the woman was getting a bit agitated because I was ignoring the dog. <laughs> so then um, Annie like saw what was happening and kind of just like started stroking the dog, like complimenting it, saying how cute it was. Yeah. And then when the woman gets off, she was like in a massive huff and she was like, comes up to Annie and like leaned over me and was like, Thank you so much for welcoming my dog onto the train. It's actually his, it's actually his first day out in public, so thanks for making him feel so welcome. And then she was like, looked at me like so snide. And I was like, what? How are we in a world where you can get pissed people off by ignoring their dogs? <laughs> oh, good stuff. I, I've got little tube diaries reporting as well. Go on. on uh, when was I? I was getting the tube. I was getting the tube from this late into the store. Um, Lends my weekend. I was getting the tube from work on the Friday to Euston Station. It's literally like a ten minute journey. And then there was like it was quite it was a fairly busy tube, but not massively, but like no seats, but not like massive like sardines. Uh and then this um uh like middle aged like young middle aged woman, like looked professional, like clearly just come from work, dressed really smart, got on, and I was like stood kind of nearish the door. She was stood in the middle bit, and then like pulled off and I was going and I noticed that she was literally just like swaying bumping into everyone like completely nonchalant and I was like oh she must just be leathered like it's a Friday I'm not going to judge her and then one then I turned that she bumped into me and I turned round like you know when you instinctively you say sorry even though someone's bumped into you British thing yeah I was like oh sorry and, it's like, oh. and then she was and then I realised at that moment that she's completely stone cold sober and then she bumped into me again and I was like like looked at her in more of a way of like are you alright and then she said, oh, yeah, sorry, I've just got a thing against uh, holding the handrails because they're just so, so dirty. <laughs> and, and then at this point, a few other people have turned around because she's bumped into, she's literally bumped into that <laughs> half of the carriage. <laughs> and then, and then, and, then so I, and I was, so I was like, it seems a little bit foolish, to be honest. Like, you're going to be in bigger trouble if you, like, bump into the wrong person than if you get a little bit of germ on your finger. Um, and then... I thought nothing of it, put my headphone back in and turned back around to face the window. And then t- turned round and <laughs> a bit of a commotion. The woman's flat on her back. <laughs> and there are these two like like kind of teenage boys. And one of them was saying, basically it transpired that she'd swayed and one of them had just gone, yoink, stepped out of the way. Oh <laughs> she'd like a upturned turtle. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. Um... Have you seen the video going round of the Chelsea fan getting pushed? Off the yes. Tube? You haven't seen it. No. You know, mm. no. oh, so funny. Um, so so good. Next season, I think it's going to be Tube Diaries. Yeah, there's so there's so much going on in the Tube at the minute. It's incredible. It's such a. I mean, it's, it's, a it's no surprise because they're literally fucking rammed with people 100 <laughs> percent of the time. It doesn't matter what what, what month, what day. It's going to be 300 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Um, in my weekend, basically I went Chester races for Hux's birthday. Uh, and, or basically the, the overriding message is these Northern boys are just built different. <laughs> it's an absolute madness, but we did have the same thing of like, you wake up on the day, it's been 40 degrees all week and it's pissing it down and it's like, oh, 
fuck's sake, like, why do this now? But then you get your, like, suit on. You're feeling pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feeling pretty nice. Um, and then, um, yeah, dressed smart, had a nice day, and then, like, fucking, like, 15 pints and 10 shots later, and you're an absolute mess. <laughs> Start staggering around, cheap. Feeling immacable. Feeling immacable. Um, well, how did you uh, play the rain in your suit? Well, it's one of those where, like, for the first 10 minutes, like, oh, this is a bit shit, but then, like, by the end, you're just like, you know what, I'm going to get pissed, pissed, soaked through. Uh, so I just kind of, like, firmed it, really. So for the benefit of the listeners and myself and mm. people who aren't that up-to-date on races, yeah, what is the Chester races? Give us a bit of background <laughs> and then get cracking into it. I, I could not tell you. <laughs> I, didn't see, I didn't see a horse. Didn't see a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, it's, like, a bit of a tradition... Um, in the south, if someone says they're going to the races, then you imagine it's like a really posh, like swanky, like people wearing top hats and shit like that. But I think in the north, because there's so many more race courses, there's like York, Doncaster, Cheshire, XYZ, there's anything I think of, but <laughs> there's loads of them. It's like a, it's a proper just like whole town day out vibe. So it's the closest I'd been to like, it was like a festival. So like on the day we went, we got to a spoons at like 1030 on the, on the Saturday morning. Like all the all the like cities out at this point. Yeah. Everyone's doled up, like unbelievable like dresses and fake tan on show. Uh in the spoons for like a solid I don't know, like four hours or something. And then walking from the spoons to the races was like ev like every single person you can imagine is just like wearing unbelievable stuff in the rain, hobbling over puddles, like mm. leathered, absolutely leathered. Uh and then you get into the race course um drinks were f fantastically expensive <laughs> like really really brilliant like <laughs> like seven pound fifty a pint oh my in the north oh in the north north as well um so yeah they went to that and then the races were just like kind of a small part of the day because we were there from like two till six and then we went to this re where did we go after that it starts to get a bit hazy Anyway, we went to this really, really weird pub on the corner and some bloke was chatting. What was he saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember remember I remember getting really caught up in a lie that he was telling and then I went to like tell Roz about it. I was went to tell someone about it and then like, I was obviously just bothered. He might he might have said that he used to be like on stage with the Rolling Stones or something like that. <laughs> and I bought it, Hookland and Sinker. Um Yeah. And then basically it just ends up being like a fifteen hour fucking like hooner. <laughs> Um, then woke up, woke up the next day and did all manners of sick. Uh, all manners to, of sick. All, all manners, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then went to a calf, couldn't stomach a single bit of food. Had a bottle of water and like a like 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 a crust of a bit of toast. Uh, and then got, yeah, got out the car to be sick in the rain. Um, <laughs> Sounds like the best day of your life. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, and then met Maddie back at Euston Station later on that day, and we went to some like new vegan place in the O2 that she'd got vouchers for. And, oh, fuck me, it's absolute gash. <laughs> <laughs> the food was trash. I mean, it, was, it was free. It was nice enough to, like, you know what I mean? Never turned down having free food, but vegan food ain't the one. I'll say that for free. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd give it a strong 10 out of 10 the other day. <laughs> Get yourself to the races. 
Or get yourself to Northern races. Cause I feel like like Ascot and shit like that. It's just a bit of a poncy vibe. Did you bet? Oh, mate, I lost. You lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost like north of 80 quid. Wow. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be, this is actually, this is a good. It's the perfect time. Yeah, this is a good advertisement for, for why you don't aware. bet. Yeah, this is gambleaware.org. Oh. I was just thinking that. A couple of weeks ago, Carlos on this program shamefully chatted about betting and then shamefully won a lot of money on it the last minute. So this is the crushing reality of what life's like if you're a gambler. And you know what? Since that moment on the podcast, I genuinely haven't put a bet on. Really? Because it made me think, I put out to our huge platform that we got right here, mm. the one of the big highs of betting, which there's always going to be a couple of highs. And realistically, that is just... That, that podcast could have potentially got someone mm. to put a bet on that could be the next day. addict. And that feeling made me think, you know what? We can't be promoting betting in our names because yeah. the bookie always wins. It's a mugs game. Whatever cliche you mm. want, betting ain't good. All right. Joe, any take on that? I've never bet a penny in my life, so. Big man. I haven't got a take on it. Apart from, like, might have bet like 150 at the Crave for Dogs. But when I say 150, I mean one pound fifty, like 150 pennies. <laughs> from the love to the hate, got to have a little moment to say when I got back from Nice, mm. it was to the news that Boris Johnson was our new prime minister. <laughs> and I think, again, like the betting thing, we got to use our platform to say, yeah, absolutely, fuck Boris. Yeah. And yeah, let's see what can happen. All right. Well, that's. That's Boris fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't like to hear him right about now. (laughs) Um, Right. Quarter past. Quarter past, alright. We're going to wrap this up quickly then. When do you want to do our next recording? Whenever. I'm free. I was eyeing up a naughty little, like, Friday evening. Just because I've got nothing really... I I, I can do Friday. I'm kind of down to have quite a chilled Friday. Yeah, I've got nothing planned yet. Should we do another one then? Yeah. All right, so basically, punters, the news, the headline is you're going to be getting a back-to-back reload. So stay posted. Uh, you're going to be getting some content coming your way. You've heard about how we've been doing, as ever. We're gagging to hear about you, how you've been doing. Send in your dilemmas. Also, I want to hear if any anyone out there has a really bad or funny Airbnb review. I'm currently collating quite a long document of Airbnb reviews. It's going to be rolled out in its own special at some point in the not-too-distant future. Uh, so, unless anyone's got anything else to say, I reckon we can knock this one on the head. Carlos? Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. Until next time. Until next time. Enjoy the little bit of Joe's phone call. See you later.